0: Hello, my name is uh, Reverend Todd Laddick, and I'm the pastor at First United Methodist Church of Newton. I'm also the host of Life-Giving Water Messages and the co-host, along with Sal Marco, of uh, the Party on Johncast. Um, So, we have normally every year an ecumenical Ash Wednesday service, of which I don't normally preach at. We share the uh, service with the First uh, Presbyterian Church of uh, Newton. And so we uh, we impose the ashes and partake in communion and uh, and have a a general service, but no message. So I thought uh, to kick off uh, Lent, as well as to kick off the sermon series I'm going to be doing through Lent called "Drink uh, from the Fountain of Grace," and um, so we are going to uh, kick that off with a little bit of message about uh, fasting here this uh, Ash Wednesday. So uh, today's message is based off of Isaiah chapter 58, verses 1 through 12. Shout with, the trumpet, shout with the voice of a trumpet blast. Shout aloud. Don't be timid. Tell my people Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious, they come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. We have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? We have been, we have been very hard on ourselves, and you don't even notice it. I will tell you why I respond. It's because you are fasting to please yourselves. And while, even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers what good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord? No, this, kind, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the tr- chains of, that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. Then, the, then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will leave you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I am here, he will quickly reply. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness, and the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Amen. So Ash Wednesday Ash Wednesday is a moment for us to reflect on Jesus' suffering. We partner in his suffering so that we may better see the experience of those who suffer daily and work with them for lasting justice. Today's passage connects the practice of fasting, which Christians often observe during Lent, with the reality of what is happening in the world around us and how we are called by God to respond to it. And there's a lot going on in the world around us right now. During times of crisis, when the people of Israel felt God was far away, they would fast as a way to repent or mourn. Yet in this passage, the people wonder why God is not responding to their fasting in this time of trouble, as we see in Isaiah chapter 58 verse 3. The prophet tells the people that their fasting is not pleasing to God, because they're only engaging in it as a ritual. They are also not acting in ways that please God, or that will bring about a just and peaceful future. Commonly, people will practice fasting in Lent, or giving up something for Lent. The purpose is to engage our whole bodies in repentance, turning away from sin and toward God, remembering that we are human creatures with human needs. Fasting can help us focus on God and prayer. Following Jesus' example in the wilderness. But like the people of Israel in this passage, our fasting can become just a ritual with no meaning. Worse, fasting can become like a transaction with God. If I give or if I give something up for God, or if I fast for God, then God should answer my prayers. God should do something for me. Isaiah calls out this type of thinking in verses two and three. Also Isaiah points out that the self denial of fasting is hypocritical if those who practice it are serving their own interests and oppressing others. Fasting by itself is not real repentance. Through the prophet, God reframed what real fasting, repentance and self denial entail in verses six through seven and in verses nine through ten. For instance, fasting and repentance are not worth anything for a person who is posting about social justice issues on social media, but not showing kindness to real people around them or acting on those issues. And we see this all the time. People like you know will jump in support of any given cause, but when it comes time to put their money where the mouth is, or where their fingers are, I guess, when it comes to typing, um, they don't do it. But the good news for us is that real repentance is possible. Real repentance is active, not passive. And real repentance brings healing both to the world and to the one who repents. In verses eight through nine and chapter verses ten through twelve, the prophet describes what happens when we really repent, and our calls for God's help are matched with actions that participate in bringing about God's kingdom. We do not just fast, but in our fast we feed others and be, ourselves become like a a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters never fail. Verse eleven, and as we drink in God's grace, we also become a source of it for others. Throughout Lent, we will be looking at the image of a cup, and the various cups we come across scripture, come across in Scripture as well as in our lives. Today we talk about the cup of fasting. Throughout Scripture and today, God sustains God's people in the most basic of human ways, physically with food and drink and spiritually with food and drink for our souls. And so fasting becomes this presence where we empty ourselves in order that we might be filled with something more profoundly important than just bread and water. This Lent, as we remember what it means to be human, we will find refreshment from God's fountain of grace. And the different images of cups shown in Scripture will serve as a touchpoint for exploring aspects of our relationship with God. What does our brokenness say about us? What does discipleship look like? What does it mean to seek justice? This exploration culminates in the most exciting celebration of all, that Jesus is risen for us, and we have a new life in him. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we just thank you and praise you so much for this opportunity to really uh, dive deep into your word and, and discover what it means to be a people who not only remember our mortality and our, our, our creaturely desires, but that in fact, we were created by you and that what you desire should be what we desire. So fill us with what you desire, Lord, so that we may better serve you and better uh, share your grace with all around us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as always, friends, I'm glad that you tuned in. And uh, again, this kicks off uh, our Lenten series, uh, our Lenten series. Uh, series, and it kicks off Lent. We're here in Ash Wednesday tonight at uh, 7.30 in the sanctuary at First United Methodist Church of Newton. Uh, uh, our church, our congregation, as well as the First Presbyterian Church of Newton will be getting together to, to uh, observe Ash Wednesday and to kick off uh, Lent officially. So we hope you'll join us there. We will be in person as well as live. Uh, but in the meantime, friends, remember you are richly blessed so that you may be a blessing to others. Go in peace.